Sound Awake on SAFM, 3 to 5 a.m. Mpumelelo, are you here with us? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me, guys? Oh, yes. Uh, welcome to the show. Hashtag Joy of Jazz. Are we all getting into the spirit? Yes, uh, I think absolutely. Um, finally, festive seems to be beckoning, really beckoning and upon us. And now, uh, what a way to kick off uh, the, the festive season. A lot of festivities happening this weekend. Uh, Cape Town, uh, the festive lights being switched on. So really, uh, I think in Joburg, uh, the Jewish Jazz Festival uh, being the visible marker uh, of, of this period. And um, the, the festival returned uh, to Johannesburg uh, to, to the entertainment stage after the two-year hiatus um, during the COVID-19 pandemic side. Uh, and fans uh, like, um, you know, coming together for the two-day two leg of the festival that was uh, held at the Centrum Convention Center. We, we know that uh, usually... Uh, being held at the Standard Bank Arena mm. uh, because for the longest time it's been known under a sponsor's headline name. But uh, this year it's looking like uh, that sponsor no longer involved mm. uh, and it's being simply called the George Jazz Festival. Uh, but yeah, featuring um, old, legendary, iconic jazz artists uh, as well as uh, new age uh, uh, Jazz artists is uh, much older uh, and Candice on as well. You know, we know that um, a lot of uh, the iconic jazz names that we've held and cherished over the years have left us in recent years. And uh, that number of of, of legendary jazz men uh, has, has, has declined and gone down gradually, you know. It's a popular, it's a humor figure, it's all on in this world. And and we've always known that uh, that name, George Jones, first of all, is always associated with, with, with those strong, iconic brands. But um, definitely um, new age artists uh, bringing their game uh, into play and and really holding down their own um, brands, being treated to the likes of Ringo, Majingo, the... Um, uh, so from Friday right through to Saturday, mm. uh, treated to A-listers really in the jazz sphere. Mm. And I mean, this was the 23rd edition, right? And I mean, there was also Mandisin Dianti, people just raving about the spiritual revival that he brought, literally finding the joy in the joy of jazz. Yeah, um, you know, um, uh, bringing a sort of a new twist to new age jazz that sort of um, incorporates a bit of gospel, uh, uh, you know, elements into into jazz music and really people appreciating, uh, like you say, that spiritual revival, uh, that feeling of joy um, that jazz uh, brings to our soul. Um, you can say, last week I was sitting with uh, some some mature men uh, who are not of my age, right? And and they are all jazz lovers. And, <laughs> and 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 one thing they were saying is that you know, um, if ever you go to a jazz event, uh, whether it be on a weekend or a big festival, mm. jazz lovers show respect to one another, they show love to one another, um, you will never find them fighting 
Uh, you will never find, uh, you know, a drunken brawl at a jazz event or something like that. So um, I, I think I think uh, that uh, element is still uh, quite a huge um, marker for 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 jazz. I have to agree with you because also jazz music, for me, doesn't have an expiration date. So, yeah, definitely jazzing it up at the joy of jazz. But not to serious matters, hashtag NPA, they are reviewing all the TRC case decisions and records. What is this all about? Yeah, um, this, this, this comes on the back of, I guess, another hashtag. That trended throughout the week uh, with the release of uh, uh, Chris Hanna's murderer, Janusz Walusz, who's mm. to be released from from prison uh, sometime this week. Um, and 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 a lot of people, uh, you know, raising the issue of the TRC uh, across social media to say um, people were given an opportunity to give the whole truth to the Truth and Reconciliation Commission and in order to get amnesty, and they still didn't. And uh, we know that there are about 300 cases that were referred to the NPA for prosecution uh, after that. And out of that, uh, about 171 are still registered on the court roll, which means they have not been um, uh, ventilated in court uh, fully. But what the NPA was saying is that um, they're reviewing all of the other uh, 130 cases or so mm-hmm. uh, in order to find out uh, what was everything done to a satisfactory level. So they think that there are some cases that um, where the family wasn't happy with the outcome, for an example, or it 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 it, it, it was an inquest at the end of the day that was not finalised, mm-hmm. um, and therefore. They're going through an internal process of reviewing all of those decisions. Uh, some of them taken not to prosecute, uh, but we, you know, in spite of them being referred by the TRC and 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 they being a prima facie sort of uh, case to be answered to. But uh, we know that some of them, uh, the decisions were taken not to prosecute, and therefore the NPA think that they're reviewing all all of those decisions uh, internally. Uh, in order to finalize all those cases. So we might see some of them coming back onto the court rolls now in order to to be again ventilated. Now we've seen a couple of these cases um, come back onto court rolls, come back into the public uh, sphere, especially following the reopening of inquest dockets that were previously closed. Mm. So, um, while on the other hand, it does um, arouse or, or arouse a, 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 a feeling of emotion amongst a large part of the population. So, when these issues get reopened and so on, um, but I think uh, there is a truth and closure element mm. of it that that we as a country still seek from some of the things that happened uh, during apartheid. And when triggers uh, like cases of Yanush Walush coming back into uh, the, the, the public space, they do rouse again those emotions. And I suppose it's a two-edged sword. Either, uh, we, we can't run away from it. We need to deal with it. We need to face up to it. Uh, but I suppose uh, there is one feeling 
of saying, well, you know, it's it's been 30 years already, and perhaps some of them should have been wrapped up a long time ago. Mm. Um, but uh, we're glad that uh, uh, there is no statute of limitation uh, on, on some of these cases. Uh, on a large part of cases within the law, right, there is no statute of limitation. Uh, in Zulu, uh, uh, they say, Italian board. So uh, the case doesn't get direction no matter how long hmm. it stays, um, it remains prosecutable. Hmm. NPA there taking truth and reconciliation cases very seriously, which leads directly into hashtag Wallace release protest. Yeah, um, uh, we've, we've had uh, an uproar of emotions, I, um, as I said, uh, the, the a large part of that coming from uh, the ruling party and its tripartite alliance. President Cyril Ramaphosa expressing his shock and disappointment uh, uh, while in London on a state visit uh, to, to to Buckingham Palace. And uh, he said um, it was disappointing that uh, uh, the court has pronounced such a decision. The SACP obviously uh, Chris Hani's uh, primary organization and the one that has always been at the forefront of uh, particularly the case uh, and opposing the parole of Yanush Walush, uh, uh, immediately launching a campaign mm. to say no to the release of Yanush Walush from prison. Uh, and I think this week they'll be protesting at the Constitutional Court itself. Uh, against that release, uh, I think on Tuesday or Wednesday or so, they're expected to hold a march uh, to the Constitutional Court mm. um, saying no to the release of Yanush Walush. And the ANC Gauteng Chairperson Panyaza Lesufi saying their picket is not an attack on the judiciary. Yes, absolutely. Um, the ANC obtained. Uh, to make that assertion that uh, they're not uh, uh, waging an attack on the judiciary, neither uh, do they want to be seen as disagreeing with the courts. Uh, but they're saying that the courts don't exist in a vacuum and uh, they should understand the implications, uh, or judges uh, in the courts should understand that uh, the decisions they make uh, and the judgments they pronounce uh, have a, a bearing on the social economic health Oh, sorry, the social political uh, uh, health of the country, and they do have an impact on 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 on, on various elements of of society, and and therefore uh, courts should be akin to that uh, their decisions have those implications and ramifications. And unfortunately, this is one such case that uh, you know stays um, embossed in the hearts of South Africans. Uh, whilst we know that uh, uh, that 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 blood mm. that ran uh, uh, on that day, on the 10th of April 1993, is actually the one that our constitution uh, was written in. At the end of the day, it's it's the one that uh, secured uh, you know the ballot paper for the majority of uh, people uh, in this country who were previously oppressed, uh, and therefore. Uh, the, the, the ANC as well as the Alliance partners saying that uh, it, it's, it's not a normal case while the law is the law and should be applied, mm. uh, but 
cannot be applied in a vacuum. Mm, I don't know if we do need another strike at this point in time. But let's go to hashtag Amazulu King. We had the beautiful King's coronation ceremony uh, in October. Fast forward a couple of days ago, senior member of the Amazulu royal family, King's confidant, gunned down in Kwanongoma, KwaZulu-Natal. And now the king won't address the Umgidi ceremony as he mourns his uncle's death. So much happening. Yes, I am a bit sad. um, And and some of the king's aides uh, uh, from unspiritual leaders or spiritual aides are coming out uh, to say that the king actually um, had been plunged into this period of mourning so unexpectedly and uh, he was quite devastated and therefore um, he's he's not actually supposed to be attending the Umkiti ceremony. Uh, That is uh, a ceremony that is held uh, uh, as as, as a symbol of of continued cooperation and and, and symbolizes the intertwinement of 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 the of the Zulu monarch as well as the Shemba Church, which is the recognized church of the Zulu nation, uh, and and um, them saying that uh, well he couldn't really af- uh, avoid it because it was happening in the very premises that he was at at the at Enyogeni Royal Palace, but that that the king had come out on Saturday. Uh, to attend the ceremony because, in fact, it was uh, a church uh, prayer session uh, in the program that was unfolding over the weekend. Different, many different festivities, but the king, uh, visibly emotional, coming out uh, to attend just that prayer session in public, and then he went back again into solitude uh, because um, he they say there is a dark cloud that is hanging over the Zulu, the Zulu royal house. At this point in time, the king's uncle and very close confidant being gunned down, um, you know, not far from from, from the palace itself uh, last week's eye. And uh, this bringing to the fore whether actually the battle for the throne is, in fact, over and whether all parties have accepted uh, the outcome and the coronation there of uh, of King Nisizulu. Uh But yeah, uh, it seems that uh, the, 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 the Zulu royal house is is not quite yet past uh, its divisions on leadership succession. Last one, hashtag racism. Belinda McGaw, racist woman from Benoni, arrested by police for racist remarks on black people advocating pit bulls not to be banned in society. Now, she's been locked up at the Daverton Police Station. Wow. Ah, well, you know what? Um, it's just a pity we have to talk about this because we're covering news, but I really wouldn't, uh, because I believe racism is, it exists to waste everybody's time, mm-hmm. you know? And, and this is one such thing that the nation has been gripped once again by you know, a, a stupid incident of somebody who goes off on a rant and, and uh, you know, disparages black people, uh, really likens them to lesser uh, beings than dogs, uh, says that uh, dogs um, are actually should be protected 
and that uh, what the people that should be killed or what should be killed is is the black people. Mm. The black men must be killed and the black women uh, must be, their fertility must be interfered with so that mm. they don't reproduce. Those are the hard words that came out and they shocked the whole country. I, 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 I remember thinking to this and somebody sent it to me in a voice note, forwarded to me. I was listening to it as I was driving and I got so angry, you know, that um, even till today, this is where we find ourselves as a country. But the case of criminal Julia has been opened against uh, at the Boxburg police station. Uh, and then it was transferred to the Batsandane police station for uh, further investigation, I suppose, things that have to do with jurisdiction and where she lives, uh, where she would have been when she made that voice note on a WhatsApp group uh, about dogs. Uh, and, and, and um, yeah, she has been released on morning mm. um, on the same day. Um, and her case has been, uh, she must appear in court uh, in March 2023. Hmm. So, um, I don't know, a lot of people, even on social media, raising the issue of being treated with kid gloves, um, uh, that uh, she didn't even spend a diet in a, in a, in a cell despite the criminal case, uh, that uh, she was allowed to go home on the very same day and uh, not even appear in court as a criminal suspect, as everybody else is subjected to the Criminal uh, Procedure Act in this country. Mm. But, uh, yeah, um, it, it has, it's, it's been one thing that has raised a lot of ire in society and, and quite frankly dominated uh, the public discourse for the past couple of days, albeit in a, in a negative sense as well. So many negative hashtags trending. I wish now we had started uh, with <laughs> a positive and then ended with a positive, like, you know, the joy of jazz. Thank you so much, Pumalelo yeah. <laughs> Mashifani, journalist, social commentator and publisher of 013 News.